Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aha Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And, you know, I keep going back and forth, light workers. Enlightened entrepreneurs, so let's just say, and light workers too. And I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I am. Uh, I'm really glad that we're counting down to the end of Mercury retrograde. Are you? Have you noticed? <laughs> I have. I can't. Mercury actually um, in retrograde is uh, in Leo, and I'm a Leo. My birthday's on Sunday, and so. It has been absolutely insane, and I apologize for last week's show. Sam and I were trying to get on the air, and just you know, it, it was it was impossible. Like it just the whole thing just blew up. We could not. It was it was absolutely for the first time in over a hundred episodes. We could not. We literally could not make it on the air. Our technology was going down in two states, and oh, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. So I apologize for last week. Hopefully, you heard the podcast. Um, but we're here tonight live, and I'm excited. I feel like I have been um, off of work for a while, and <laughs> and I'm glad to be back in the saddle and here with you tonight. So we're going to have a good show tonight. Um, tonight's topic is about spiritual awakenings. The question is, are you going through a spiritual awakening? And if you're more advanced and you feel like, well, you know, I already had my spiritual awakening, um, a lot of times, and this is what's been happening to me lately, a lot of times you are being also um, spiritually promoted, if you will. So you're being brought up to a whole nother level. So a lot of what would mirror your original spiritual awakening starts to happen all over again. And you think, oh my goodness, I've already been through this. I shouldn't be going through this again. And they're like, ah, hello, here we are. We're taking you to the next level. We're going to the next floor, to the penthouse or whatever. And so, uh, and also in this, this energy that we have going on now in 2012 and, uh, and going forward, everything's going so much faster. So if you are uh, a little bit further down the road and you're not beginning, you know, just getting started with your spiritual path, but you feel like you're being, you know, kind of caught in a, I don't know, in a tidal wave <laughs> or in an earthquake or an avalanche or something, you know, something major. Uh it's don't 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 think you're alone because most people who are are being who have big purposes, who are um strong, powerful, have a pretty good sphere of influence or are meant to have a sphere of influence where they're gonna be leaders, teachers or whatever, um, which is probably most of you listening to this show and to our podcast 
uh, you're being called forward, and that's really what this is all about. And uh, and that's why I wanted to talk to you tonight when I asked the guys, you know, like, can you guys do this a few days in advance? I mean, doing it the night before is a little bit crazy. Uh, <laughs> but I, I wait for the energy. I wait for the energy, and the energy shows up. So um, they said, yep, it's time to talk about the awakening process. So that's what we're going to talk about today uh, once we finish our housekeeping. And the first thing, obviously, is Mercury is in retrograde. We have eight more days of this. Well, seven. Uh, it ends on August 8th. And then you always want to add about three days afterwards just for safe measure, but officially it ends on the 8th. Um, so then you can buy your you know, cars and houses and plastic surgery <laughs> and everything, all the other major purchases that uh, you'd like to, to make that you've been holding off on through Mercury and Retrograde. Um, and we also, the thing that will, the aspect that will help us a little bit energetically, because this has been a, a, a kind of a Grand Slam, Mercury Retrograde, is the full moon, which is in a day or two. Um, I was looking at the moon. I didn't check the calendar today. I kind of ran out of time, but I know just from the shape of it, it looks like we have about another day or two, and we will be right in that full moon energy. You can actually start um, accessing that energy to help you um, today, you know, three days before, three days after. Uh, the full moon is a wonderful time to really maximize that energy as well and, and pull through the harvest, you know. So the full moon energy, which happens to be very, very powerful, things can move forward. I know for myself today um, was a huge couple of leaps forward. Actually, the last three days or so have been like huge jumps forward, which was oh, so long overdue, let me tell you. And um, so we're getting on track, and, and I definitely think this moon shifting is, is, a big, is a big support. And then, you know, by this time next week, will be on our way into uh, being complete with Mercury and Retrograde. So hang in there if you've been having any kind of challenges. Um, and then the other thing is my birthday is on Sunday, and I am having a birthday celebration sale, yes, on private readings, Akashic Record readings, Angel readings, and, um, oh, let's see, Akashic Record, Angels, and... Oh, my in-person bar sessions and, oh, our creative problem-solving mentorship sessions are all on sale just for five days, just until um, Sunday, my birthday, August 5th. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, so I did not put those on my website because they're only, uh, we actually only announced it in my email that went out today. If you would like to consider that, please email me. Or you can Facebook me. Actually, uh, Facebook would probably be a really good thing. Facebook us on the AHA Moments site. So if you go to facebook.com slash AHA Moments Inc., uh, you can just send me a message on Facebook and let me know, and I will send the uh, email to you, and you can see all the rates and sign up for a private session. It's a little tiny uh, secret sale just for people who are on my list. So if you would like to... Uh, participate in that and get a reading at a very, very wonderful price. Um, we'll just be doing those readings for about two weeks. Um, please let me know. Facebook me. I'd love to meet you and I'd love to work with you. Okay, so let's get on to the topic tonight. Oh, and I see you all guys are already calling in, so thank you and please hang in there. I'm going to get through a little content and I'll take all your calls. I also have several email messages that came in, so this is clearly a topic that you guys like and have lots of questions about. If you'd like to call in and talk with me live tonight, I'd love to hear from you. And the number is 347 215 9485. It's 347 215 9485. 
985. Okay, so spiritual awakening. Let's talk about that. It sounds kind of big, doesn't it? Like an awakening. And it really is. It's a time where that's characteristically, uh, has, has some characteristics that are pretty telltale signs that you're going through an awakening. One of those characteristics is that your life all of a sudden doesn't seem to make sense anymore. Things that just seem to be going along, status quo, kind of start to literally blow up. It's not even, it's, this is not a subtle process. That's one thing. A lot of people like to, you know, think it is, but it's really not. <clears throat> There's usually some sort of, um, for lack of a better word, pinpointable, <laughs> pinpointable turning point. Okay, so there's like this place where you can really pinpoint, if you look back, I, I know I can look back to the day that I had my spiritual awakening, which was back in 1986, and I was at a store called Dreams East with my mom, and I remember her being really into Shirley MacLaine and Shakti Gawain and Seth and all these you know, pretty Edgar Casey and all those guys. And she said, oh, let's go to this store. And I went into the store and the book Living in the Light, which was the day that uh, Shakti Gawain had released it, the book Living in the Light literally fell off a shelf in front of my feet. And I picked it up and I started to read it and I couldn't put it down. Now, she'd been in that stuff for a long time already. And I was always like laughing and like, eh, I don't care. Even some of my uh, my friends would talk to my mom about it, and I wouldn't talk to her because I was just like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't care about that. I care about riding horses. I care about other things, but I don't care about all that spiritual stuff. And when that book fell off the shelf, it changed my world. I remember reading the book cover to cover in like a day, and then having dreams for like three days about dolphins. Like everything in my dreams was blue, and dolphins, and water, and dolphins, and you know, it was just, it was amazing. And that was the beginning of a very long uh, journey that I'm still on. And I, you know, but I, I, again, I can see, I can literally see the store, feel the book. I still have that exact book. Um, and Shakti happened to be on my show this year, and it was really exciting to have her. And I can, I can feel where I was at at that time is palpable, you know. So if you're in your own world going through something like this, you'll know that it's like this pinpoint time where you say that's the point where something changed, and. You're usually led to a book or a workshop or you'll turn on PBS and see Wayne Dyer or something, but something will trigger you and you'll say, wait a second, something's different. I, I need to listen to this. And that usually sends us on this insatiable hunt for information where you want to read every book, you want to talk about it, you want to you know, watch the TV, you want to watch the movies, you want to watch any videos you can. You know, a lot of people get into Abraham or they get into one of the big ones, you know, Doreen Virtue. She's wonderful for those who are going through an initial spiritual awakening because she's very uh, mainstream friendly and she's also very religion friendly because a lot of times one of the challenges with spiritual awakening is most of the time we're moving away from our formalized religion. Or moving into a much more spacious and free-based platform of thought, and that really challenges a lot of the structure and doctrine that we've come from. And Doreen, in particular, I think is probably of all of the spiritual teachers out there, she is by far the best. And I've read thousands and thousands of books and interviewed hundreds and hundreds of these people and their friends and colleagues and everything else, and you know, blah blah blah. She is, I think, the best at bridging 
religion and spirituality because she grew up in a in a Christian um scientist household. She really does with the angels and all the divine guidance, she really does straddle both worlds. Um and she's very good at helping you to feel comfortable. So if a lot of you, if, you know, I know a lot of people when they first start, especially in a spiritual awakening, they start to panic that, you know, they have to still go to church and make sure they're following all those doctrines, but then they want to dabble and read about angels because it makes more sense and it feels more applicable to their lives and they feel safer and calmer and they feel like they can, like something is relatable, it's more relevant to their daily life. And the doctrine of the Bible they do because they want to honor what they've been taught and they're scared that maybe, I don't want to piss any you know, God off or Jesus off or anything. So I'm going to try to straddle both. And then, you know, with time and confidence and more information and, and, and really, quite frankly, finding your community, your new community, it's easier to step over into a more of a spiritual path and to walk away from, if you choose, to walk away from formal religion. Um, a lot of times also what you'll find is that when you are going through your very first spiritual awakening, you will argue with yourself and argue with other people. One minute you'll feel you're like you're on one side of the fence arguing for the religious aspect of things. The other minute you'll feel like you're on the spiritual side of the fence arguing with the spiritual for the spiritual side of things. But it does bring up a lot of emotion because it's a, a, it's a shift. Uh, the rules are changing and um, and the people and the players in your life will start to change. The thing about religion is also that we find community in religion, right? Because you're going to a church, you're going to a church, you know, fairly regularly, you have high holy days and, you know, traditions and 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 uh, that we're steeped in. And I grew up Catholic, so I was had all that stuff. And so but there's this camaraderie with others from the church or from that, you know, side of things. And then you get into the spiritual stuff and you don't know anyone else. And anybody you talk to in your old world says you're out of your mind and be careful and that's, you know, crazy and all that kind of stuff. And you haven't found anyone in this new world other than the books and, you know, the people on YouTube that you're listening to and whatnot. So one of the best things you can do when you're going through this process is to find people of like mind who are also studying. And there's all kinds of free ways to do that. There's meetup groups. There's a you know, if you go on the Internet, you can find all kinds of groups, even on Facebook and Twitter, of people who are, you know, coming together and creating communities. And they're not cults or anything like that. They're just groups of people who think like this. And, you know, there's the Unity Church, this this whole church systems that are based on these, uh, you know, schools of thought, um, Church of Religious Science, not that's not Scientology. The Church of Religious Science is a, is a type of unity church, which is wonderful, started by Ernest Holmes. Um, they have one at Lincoln Center in New York City, and they're all over the world. They're they're amazing, 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 uh, pro, you know, group there. And um, it's really, really important to find that that camaraderie. Really, really, really important because then you can you're in a more empowered place to choose. And remember, we always talk about having choice. When you're around people who also kind of are willing to receive this kind of information and chew on it and see how it fits into their lives and uh, without condemning and without judgment, it gives you more spaciousness to choose what's right for you. And anything can turn into formalized religion, even spirituality, even the angels, even Doreen stuff. You know, anybody can turn it into, I call it groupie dub. I know when I was getting certified to be an angel therapy practitioner about nine years ago with Doreen, I went to Laguna Beach 
California, and we were there for a week. It was now they kind of I call them microwave angel therapists. <laughs> you can you can go in like a day and get the certification, but back then you had to go through a whole lot. And um, when I went there, uh, I remember just being overwhelmed by the fact that with 150 other people in the room who believe in angels and fairies and here's Doreen in her gown and you know she's talking about all the different angelic realms and this and that and she said and it was so normal it was just it was just incredibly normal but I also saw that there was a pocket of people there who started to make her into a priest you know and basically just like she became the Doreen god instead of just Doreen, who's sharing information, who's a teacher, who's a leader, who's sharing information. And so they started to turn it into this, you know, who's going to be her best friend, who's going to be just like her, who's going to move to Laguna and sell all their stuff and divorce their husbands. <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff started happening in that room. And and I was observing it, and I said, you know, anything can turn into that space where you can disempower yourself. And so you want to make sure that when you are stepping into new realms like this, that you you always keep discernment. No matter how powerful the group seems, no matter how charismatic the leader is, always use your own personal discernment and your own personal common sense. And if it doesn't feel right, walk out. You're not going to be, you know, struck down or the, you know, angels are going to turn their backs on you or anything like that. It's really important. I've been in some huge, huge organizations that are have some of the most charismatic leaders on the planet and they do some amazing work, but I can tell when it's time to go, it's time to go. And then you just leave and you take what works for you and you leave the rest. It's not something where you have to sort of throw yourself in. So th- just that alone, that sense of spaciousness and just with that pers- point of view, when you start to explore, especially if you have anxiety around exploring during this process because you're asking on a, a lot of change, just know that you always have choice. And that nothing is going to swallow you up. Nothing's going to possess you or take over. And I don't know why I went on that tangent, but clearly it's something that the guides wanted to, you know, have brought up. So it just gives you permission to breathe and allow yourself to receive your information. Because at the end of the day, this is really all about finding more of you. It's not really about learning another system of how to get stuff or, you know, or how to please God. Or It's a matter of learning to commune with yourself. We're not learning to give yourself permission to express yourself, to bring your own personal work out to the world, to make your contributions to the world, and to be able to receive those contributions back from the world for you, for your enrichment, for your nourishment, and for your own personal um, growth and ascension and enjoyment. So uh, very, very important to points of view there. A uh, couple of other things that to let you know that you're on, on a track of spiritual awakening one is that you know life just doesn't seem to make sense anymore all the kind of old rules are sort of falling away and you know all these new concepts are are coming forward um also loss unfortunately does surround this whole spiritual awakening why because you have to dump the old coffee in the mug out in order to pour a nice fresh new cup of coffee right put in the dishwasher and wash it dry and then, you know, have a fresh open uh, vessel to receive the new coffee. Well, it's the same thing. So you might have a job loss. A lot of times a spiritual awakening uh, happens during a divorce process. You know, also, you know, job loss, business shift, 
um, health-related issues, car accidents. I'm not saying you're going to get into car accidents, lose your job, or have your husband leave you. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that if those type of things are happening, usually you're being called forward to something much greater. And just with that knowing, seeking out this information, it's a good time because you're ripe to receive it. And there's a space for you to receive it, um, you know, in 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 a good, powerful way. So, uh, with that, the old dropping away, we also can have lots and lots of anxiety, lots of mood swings, um, dietary changes, losing weight, gaining weight, um, <clears throat> sleeping issues, you know, you waking up at 4 o'clock every morning out of nowhere, um, seeing repetitive numbers like 222 and 555 and 444, that's all letting you know that your spiritual path is calling you forward. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh also, feeling like you are drawn to um, psychics, to learning about past lives, to um, retreat centers, to uh, your body feeling like it's changing, it's needing more water, needing more air, more oxygen, feeling like you have to be out in nature more, not being able to listen to the news on TV anymore. Like, like It seems like before you could listen to it, sort of turn a deaf ear and just sort of glaze over like most people do when they listen to the news and just go into judgment about, oh, that one shouldn't have said this and that one shouldn't have done that and that one shouldn't have done this and sort of be watching it and not and just observe, you know, just watching it with from a point of judgment. When you start to go through this awakening, a lot of times you get hypersensitive to things like the news because you start to feel it empathically. You start to feel the pain of these people who just got murdered and all that kind of stuff because you're opening up. And it becomes harder to take in lies, and it becomes harder to take in harshness. So you will be called to, to you know, more nature-oriented things, um, and also energetic hygiene, which after the break I'll talk a little bit more about that, and then we'll start taking your calls. And believe it or not, I can't believe it, I just talked uh, <laughs> through the whole thing, and we just, we're at our first break already. So if you'd like to call in, um, you can call in at 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. If you're on the line, please hold. I will take your calls on the other side of this break. And um, I guess that's it for, for now. And I'll see you on the other side of the break. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And we will be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. 
Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Being you changing the world invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before. So, are you willing to step up? Are you willing to truly be you? Then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you. I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires? Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com.
Hello, I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and tonight we're talking all about spiritual awakening. And this is a hot topic. I had people writing and emailing, and you're calling in, and I'm really excited. I'm always glad when the guys come up with something that you guys find to be important and uh, noteworthy and listen to worthy, if you will. So uh, I just want to talk about two more things, and then we're going to start taking your calls, and I'll see if I can get to some of these emails. Um, the first thing is I want to caution you, and this is something that happens when you're going through an awakening. You're taking in a tremendous amount of information you know you're listening to every tape cd and all that other stuff and going to workshops and whatnot i would caution you number one don't try to teach it to other people too soon this is something that can set you back so fast because first of all you can never get someone further than you've gotten yourself um so give yourself some lead time before you start trying to teach something so you can actually get far enough along in it to uh you make a difference in your own world and you can have some stories to tell from your own successes um, or lack of success with something before you start trying to teach it to other people. And I know that a lot of us like to teach, especially lightworkers, like to start teaching and preaching because two things. We like to get buy-in and alignment and agreement from other people um, to sort of prove to us that it's okay to do this. And the other reason is that we like to prove to ourselves that we know it or that we're as we teach it, we're learning it better. But that can really get you into some trouble. So I see that happen a lot. And then what happens is you start to get opposition and it starts to undermine your confidence and it starts to undermine your trust in your own intuition and your own path of what you're being led to. And it can really start to spin you and make this process a lot more difficult than it needs to be. Really important to get, you're going to start to strengthen any skill during this process, it's your your intuition. Really, really getting fluent in the language of intuition is going to make this process a whole lot easier. And it's one of the reasons why the process can be quite intense as you're trying to figure out what's my intuition and what's a real sign and what's not, you know, what's my mental mind. And then you've got all the, the yap yapping from all the people around you who don't want you to change because if you change it's going to affect their lives so that's a you know that can be very disconcerting and stressful and it can make what's already a challenging time become almost unbearable you know if you start to feel like you're it have to alienate some people or leave them behind or even worse squelch who you are so they can continue to feel comfortable so just a little word uh just some some word to the wise, you know. Um, keep your, I would say, focus on what I call the perfect strangers. Find the people who are of like mind, who are discovering this like you, who need objective people who are not going to judge them as well, and just befriend them for the time being and let this be your project together with a new group. And don't try to bring along family and, you know, all your close friends and all that stuff until you're really, really far down the path and it doesn't matter what they think about you anymore and you feel more comfortable. Then it's, then, you know, have at it and just, uh, then you can, you know, do whatever you want. But in the beginning, it's kind of like putting yourself in an incubator, um, in a womb, you know, when a baby starts off, they don't, you know, you don't just sperm and egg and then out walking down 40, you know, <laughs> Times Square. I mean, you've got some gestation period and a whole lot of growing before you get to that point. So allow yourself that that period of development. All right. Um, all right. I think I'm going to leave that for now. We're going to take some calls because I have a feeling we've got some good questions. So why don't we start with Natalie in San Francisco? Hi, Natalie. How are you tonight? Hi, Mari. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yay. 
Yay! Do you have a birthday wish this year? Uh, oh, uh, you don't want me to take up the whole show with that. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd ask. I just thought I'd ask. Um, I, I uh, had to give up my business um, this year, and so I've been looking for a job, and it's been crazy. It's like sometimes it looks like it's going to happen, and then uh, the job doesn't come through. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm pretty far down the line financially, and I've also been uh, volunteering my time to help uh, with uh, spiritual workshops, which has been good for me because I've been learning a lot of things. But uh, on a, uh, I, I'm kind of in a place where I'm not sure what's going on, and um, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, this has been the hardest time I've pretty much ever had in yeah. my life. Yeah, I, I get and it. And I don't know what to do. So I'm, I mean, I'm doing what I think to do. I'm meditating, and I'm and I, uh, I'm in a place of, you know, I know something's going to happen. I'm just wondering, you know, when because it just seems to like get close. Something gets close, and I get a call, and then and then it just disappears and goes away. So so how powerful are you to send away all the things you generally don't want? Send away the things I don't want. You genuinely don't want. Um, Be- okay, go ahead. Well, the reason why I say that is it, it's interesting that you bring this up. A lot of times when we're, first of all, the way that you said you ha- you lost your business, it was almost like it was taken away. Or was now, were you very passionate about that business? Because it feels like you were. Yeah, I, I had to give it up because it just wasn't moving forward and I had to make a decision to let it go. So, okay. yeah, I did. Okay, so it was like under duress, but your heart is still back there. Um, and then your head is telling you, well, you know, that didn't work. And for whatever reason, now you must get something here. And it's almost like there's like a, almost like an inner adult punishing you for the loss of the, the business. So there's two things going on. There's like this inner teenager that's saying, I can too make it happen and I can too have what I want. And then there's this inner adult saying, look, you're running out of your savings. You already failed at the business and it's time for you to get your stuff together and um, and you need to get a job. And then mm-hmm. so that adult gets really strong and you and it kind of shoves the teenager in the closet. And then as soon as the job shows up, the teenager bursts through the closet and says, I don't want it! <laughs> and it <laughs> So it's mm-hmm. really your own energy that's sort of push me, pull you in. You know, it's kind of like, yes, I want it, but I really kind of don't. Because if I accept that job, it's going to put the crown, the tiara, on my failure. And if I take the job, it's going to choke the life out of me because I don't want to really do that. So then you go and you volunteer your time in a place that feels nurturing and, you know, nourishing and all those kinds of things in the spiritual thing, but you won't let yourself get paid because you volunteer. And so this is the, you know, welcome to the plight of the light worker because that's very, very normal. You are very, very average and not special at all. <laughs> I think it's the most significant thing and you're the only person on the planet who's going through this and how could this be happening to you and the guys have all forgotten about you and God is off dealing with the people with the cancer and the babies being born and forgot all about you. But that's just not the case. Your energy is saying, push me, pull you. I want it only because I feel like it's my duty to be responsible and make money come to the table. In this energy, my dear, 
that will not be enough to get you sustainable work. You must come from your heart. Joy begets the joy. Sadness, um, passive-aggressive self-hatred, which is what you're kind of going through, um, you're punishing, there's a piece of you that's punishing you for that business not working out, especially since you loved it and you couldn't, like, let's say you quote, couldn't figure it out. That's what I feel in your energy. It's like I couldn't figure it out. It wasn't working. I just had to make a decision. I had to pull the plug, you know. And mm-hmm. we all do that. I've been through that in my businesses. Believe me, this is not my first business by any stretch of the imagination. You can ask my mother. She used to make my business cards and she had like 80 of them because uh, <laughs> I was always going through the next thing. First of all, I would say if you'd like to, the the job will come. Don't worry about that. There is something on the horizon. But you have to start to assign the meaning to the job. So here's three three suggestions for you. Suggestion number one, if you, you know, want to take it, is it's time to really be honest with yourself and ask you, what do I truly, ask yourself, what do I truly want? If money was no object, what is it that you truly want? And I don't want you to answer me, answer that for me right this second. The second thing is, and, and you have to, like, take that shadow self, that adult self that's trying to keep you safe but really, like, killing you and tell her to shut up and put her in the closet. The teenager is actually making more sense. <laughs> um, but because you're not going to be unsafe, okay? She's making you unsafe by going after a job with that, quote, dutiful hat on. That makes you more unsafe. Because you're not getting the job from the heart, so it makes it so that you're not, it's kind of like growing a tree with no roots. It can right. hop over at any given point in time mm-hmm. because it's rounded. It's not rooted in your heart space, okay? So that's so that's one thing. So you've got to start asking yourself, if money was not an issue, what is it that I would really love to be doing? What would make my heart sing? Now, the other thing is how may I be a contribution? That also makes my heart sing and gives me money, more money than I know what to do with. When you start asking that kind of question and then really allowing that to bubble up and genuinely bubble up, what will happen is you'll start to at least get a spin of happy energy. I'm not talking about hit the lottery joy. You don't have to be there to manifest what it is you're trying to manifest. But I'm talking about happy, hopeful, lightened energy, light, just lighter, lighter energy because mm-hmm. you're this with a very heavy heart. Um, the the other thing is we need to assign the proper meaning to what this job really means, okay? What this job means to you right now, my dear, is failure. If you secure a job right now, it says, da-da-da-da, that's right, that critical point uh, part of me that shut my business down because I, quote, couldn't get it together has now won and I'm in a job that I don't even care about. So we have to reassign what the job really is right now. If you come up with a plan or or at least a vision of what what would make my heart sing and be a contribution to the world that would make me more money than I know what to do with and let yourself play the word play I know that's not in your vocabulary but you know try to get your head wrapped around it um, if you go and play with that idea then what we can do is say okay now I have this idea of what I, what really makes my heart sing and that's going to maybe take me some time to build. So when I get this new job, instead of the job being the cap on the pot of failure, what it's going to be is the fuel to the new dream. Mm-hmm. When you change the direction of what this job actually means, both the type of job 
and the 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 timing of when it shows up will change. Right now, if it's if it's the cap of failure, like okay, now I'm going to go into a job, and oh my god, my life, you know, it's just not going to be fulfilling because I have to do this. But I'm being dutiful. I'm going to pay my bills. I'm going to pay my mortgage. That's not going to that's not going to cut it. If you say, you know what? Here's my blueprint. I really love the spiritual stuff. I want to write a book, and I want to run workshops, and I'm going to take the next year to two years, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to learn everything I can, and I'm going to allow myself to be a student. I'm going to allow myself to develop, and I'm going to get a job now that's going to support support my true plan and maybe I'll get a job sort of in the genre of where I want to go because then I'll at least be doing double duty. I'll be working, getting some money to pay all my bills, but I'll also be at least in the arena of where I'm planning on being in the next two years. That creates a congruent feeling within you. And when you do that, it gives you power. And then you will magnetically attract the most amazing opportunity, which is right in front of you. It's just that you've been so blocked. You're not allowing yourself to receive because you're too angry with yourself of what happened. Mm-hmm. It's like I have a split going on. Yeah, I have a split. I, I, I understand that 100%. Yeah, so basically like uh, Simon Cowell said on American Idol, pick a lane. Mm-hmm. That'll and yeah, the, yeah, the spiritual, the spiritual, um, you know, volunteering to do spiritual workshops and events for this group has really been wonderful. Um, it's not necessarily something I want to do, but um, it's opened me up to want to get more in, into the events arena, and uh, and so that's what I've, area I've been looking in. But there's still a part of me that's blocked, like you said. So. Um, I I like the idea. I understand, and I really like the idea about what you talked about. So, I'm going to do that. Thank you. You're so welcome. And I I really, I it, it this energy is really really fast moving right now. Um, I personally had to go through the last four weeks of some really heavy energy for myself, and I went through this a similar process like what you're going through, and so. Um, I, that's why I say it very emphatically. But once you break through this it will happen within a day it will be it will be like yesterday you were upside down today you're right side up and running (laughs) it's like it's amazing when you break through because you're just literally at the doorway you're just opening the door and closing the door and opening the door and closing the door because you're kind of at the wrong door (laughs) Mm -hmm. right right that's great. Thanks so much. I just really, that's a great shift. You know, when, when you get a shift in your mind, it really helps open open and get light on a topic. And, and now I'm going, ah, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, yay. Yay. Have, <laughs> thanks for calling in, Natalie. Have a great Thank night. Thank you. Thank you, Mari. Okay. All righty. Let's see. What time? Okay. Deanne from Oregon. How are you? Good. I'm so happy that you took my call. Thank you. Thank you. What can I help you with tonight? Oh my goodness. I my story sounds like so familiar to the last woman but with a few little differences, but I am definitely in a spiritual awakening <laughs> with all the things you were describing. Um I am in the beginning of a divorce or, you know, separated. I, I haven't even wrapped my mind around that and so I'm currently without a home and or an income. So I'm staying with my adult son and between my adult son and my adult daughter and it's like I'm trying to have that space where I can uh, 
you know, develop my uh, intuition, and it's difficult because mm-hmm. everyone wants me to do this, that, or the other thing. So what I'm wanting is maybe some insight onto uh, where I should go from here. Well, first things first, understand you're going through three processes at the same time. Yes, you're going through a script, <laughs> but you're also going through a grieving process. And when you go through a grieving process, what happens is your intuition is actually turned down because your emotions are very raw. And when your emotions are very raw, they kind of turn down that sort of intuitive, that heightened intuitive energy so that you're not taking in the wrong kinds of energy that are going to be detrimental to you. So if you're a little disconnected, it's not you. It's truly that they've turned the volume down just for your own personal safety, for your own energy safety. It happens I've been through it many times, and um, I know when my fiance passed away, it was just like, oh my god, you know, I was I couldn't feel anything, and I had already been doing readings and that kind of stuff. But what pulled me out of that was I wanted to speak to him and be in touch with him, and so I asked for the volume of my intuition to turn back up because I had a specific intention for it. So mm-hmm. the second part of what you're going through is that fear factor of the unknown, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Next, um, yes. And you're dealing with the clutter of everybody else's opinions because what happens is people put themselves in your shoes in their own head and they panic for themselves as they panic for you. <laughs> like if that was me, I'd be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Uh, you, when you sort through that though, the prior let's help you prioritize what's first, second, and third. The first thing is you want to just get in tune with, get as quiet as you possibly can. Um, and to ask if you're ready, if you feel ready, to ask your guides to please amp your intuition back up, but only from the highest of light beings. Okay. okay. So the thing is, now with with discernment and with power and with certainty, you're saying, yes, I want my connection. I want that communication because I know I need to make these decisions based on a knowing and not a thinking. Because yes. The- the knowing is more efficient, the knowing is safer, the knowing is going to land you on your feet like a cat. The thinking and the yes. passing and the anxiety and going with other people's agendas and being on other people's tail of their kite. And, you know, people are really is amazing when you're moving with somebody how they think they own your life because you're in their space. Yep. <laughs> you're just not a place. And, you know, so knock off the judgment. Recognize that a lot of the stuff you're judging about yourself, why did my marriage go like this, why am I here, where's my, you know, all that stuff you're judging, so you have to sort of knock that off. And what you have to do is really be steely with the idea of stillness and the idea that I'm only going to speak to my angels and I'm only going to listen to what my angels have to say. And the one that's coming up for you is Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael teaching guide in addition to protection he's he is the head teacher he's like the headmaster like the mrs garrett remember mrs garrett from facts life i don't know if you ever saw that show but he's uh, like yeah kind of yeah. master of the girls dormitory so he's like teacher, okay. headmaster archangel michael will help you to amp up your intuition so that you're hearing the right things not everything okay. but the things specifically for you that are going to be for your highest and greatest good, okay? And you're going to have to really, the best thing for you to do is to leave the house and be out in nature to do this with a, with a drum, okay? So okay. You're, you're in Oregon. There's a lot of green stuff around you, 
Okay. Oh yeah, I've been filling that pool and I've been doing it a little bit, but I just I get afraid and you run back, you know, to safety. <laughs> but it doesn't feel safe anyway. It feels safer out there. I don't know. I'm just swelling around a bit. And safety is talking to Archangel Michael. Safety is you're being drawn to your own inner voice. That's where you're going to find the safety. So there's two. Okay. There's another tool I'll give you because I'm going to have to jump off and. When you are sleeping, put a journal next to your and you want to program your dreams to give you support. The way you do that yes. is to take a half a glass of water. So take a glass okay. of water, drink the half a glass before you go to sleep, and say, I program my dream. I'd like to know what's my next step in my dream, or you know, whatever the question you have. Drink the half a glass of water, go to sleep. When you wake okay. up, another half a glass of water and write down what you get. Do that for about seven days. Okay. Start to when because you're so anxious during the day, they'll be able to get more information to you in the sleep. That's what Archangel Michael just said. <laughs> Things have been coming to me in my sleep. Yep. I've been asking. I've had some major, wonderful, powerful dreams. They're with you, not alone. Okay. okay. So good okay. luck. Thank you. Take care. All Thank right. Thank you so much. Welcome. You're welcome. Um, let's see. I don't even know, Sam. Where am I from a break? I guess. <laughs> oh, I guess I have to take a break, don't I? You know what? I'm going to skip the break. Let's skip the break, Sam. Um, I'm going to take another call. And so, uh, Linda in Philadelphia. Hi, Linda. You there? Hi, Mari. Hi, Mari. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Happy birthday. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. I'm glad I told everyone I had, it was my birthday. <laughs> yes, they get better every year, don't they? They do. They do. I didn't really like birthdays until I turned 50. Oh. <laughs> and they got better. <laughs> yeah, yeah but wow, I'm good. that's good. I'm glad I have that to look forward to. Yes. Um, so, help you tonight. I have been on a journey for a few years actually, um, spiritual journey. And I have found a lot of wonderful things about myself and my abilities and the gifts that I'm very grateful for. Um, But there is this little part of me, and you were talking about it earlier, about walking away from the people who are the naysayers or family or, you know, whatever it is that you need to walk away from. And I do find that there's a little sadness still. Yeah. I, I lost that connection with some certain people. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if there was, does that lighten up? Or? Well, uh, yes, it, it can lighten up. And there is a point, there's, there's sort of stages, and it feels to me like you're in a different stage than what I was talking about earlier. When you first start out, yes, uh, it's easier to shut off everything because you don't really have enough experience to handle the energy of people who are kind of in another zone. As you get more mature and more further along in your path, which it feels like you've been on this path for a while, um, you have to, as long as you can discern who you truly be as a being, and you can have that sense of, personal autonomy then the next lesson for you is to learn how to be with others without judgment and how to actually receive judgment from others without effect when you get judgment from others 
without effect, that's truly free. Because then you can be around anybody. They can just have a, an interesting point of view, or if they want to judge you, bring it, whatever. You can um, do, I call it the cheesecloth protection, which is instead of putting up a wall of protection around you, which is what you've had to do, which is why you're longing to you know, kind of connect, yeah. what you do when you put up a wall of protection is you block out the good stuff too. Yes. Kind of like chemotherapy. You kill everything. <laughs> yes. And it's kind of like I always associate, like, my analogy was always that the door needed to be completely opened for me to be able to have that connection. And I know that the door is open, but all the windows are closed, and there's a lot of people that it is exactly what you said. You know, I don't want to judge, and I do find myself stepping back, but some people's judgment of me to me does still affect me. Yeah, and, because and, I am sensitive to it. Right. And and what can so here's two things that you can do to help you with that. One is recognize that everybody has a right to their opinion and that's something you can't control. And it when you allow yourself just to receive people's judgment, I'm not now receiving someone's judgment and taking it on are two different things. Receiving means that you receive it and it goes through you. You literally, instead of being a wall, you can literally be like a piece of cheesecloth and pull it through, all the way through you. So it goes in, one, it's kind of like in one ear and out the other. It goes through you. It doesn't stop and lodge within you. It goes through you. It's like, okay, there you go. Look at that. I had someone do that to me the other day. They were, they were like, start to, I started to make a point. I started to launch into this huge judgment. And I was like, okay. And I was about to like get my hackles up. And I said, no, I actually started to laugh. And I just was like, okay, well, guess what? That's their stuff. Okay, moving on, moving on. And I just put my cheesecloth on and moved on with my day and moved on. I did take it on as something that needed to be analyzed, lamented over, make myself wrong, make them wrong, and then, then start to justify why they're wrong and then call all my friends to tell them how wrong they are. And then, <laughs> and then we all justify it together and then we get into this whole – I mean, that becomes like a crusade. It it just – it. Yeah. And then you lose where you were at in the first place and you have to start all over again. So you're at a stage now in your personal development where it's time to learn how to receive judgment without effect. And that will open you up so you can be in the room with anybody. And then you have real choice because when you start to, then you will stop yearning for these people once you know once you know that you can be around them and, you know, and, and it's there's no, like, uh, barrier. Now, the other thing that I would say that just came up energetically for you is that longing that you're feeling for, you know, people who judge you but you can't sort of deal with, is that really a longing for them or is it a way to sabotage something that you're more afraid of to go forward? Oh, man. Good question. <laughs> It's the fear of fear. It's I, I recognize that that is something that I have been addressing in my life, fear of fear, because it's not really valid what I'm afraid of. So I'm really only afraid of the fear. Uh, now it just kind of comes, comes over and, you know, it's kind of hard to explain other than it's more of a fear of fear because um, I do not know. What's next? I'm willing to accept I've been brought into a position that I wasn't looking for 
somebody went out of their way to find me and brought me into a position that I wasn't looking for. So I know that I was, I'm in the place where I need to be. Why, I don't know, but I'm open to it every day, what I'm supposed to be aware of, and I, I am aware of what happens around me. And when I feel I need to do something, I do do it, and I'm very comfortable at that point. So the fear of success, yes, could be, but there's no reason to be the fear of that because what's bad about it? (laughs) So it's almost like the fear of fear. No, no, it's not the fear of fear. No, 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 no. Um, There's a side, and I'm actually writing a chapter about this in my book, and uh, and it's funny that you would bring this up. I knew this was going to come up tonight because it was such a big, like, epiphany all week. I was like, oh, my gosh, I know this is going to come up from somewhere. Um, Our side of every dream. And most people, there's there's what we call a dark side of the dream. And the, okay. the dream is where, what I want you to do, here's a tool for you, and then you can call in next week and let me know how you do. Um, the dark side, here's the thing, here's what you can do for the sake of time here, is take a look at what you really, really want. Now, I know that you feel very grateful that this job sort of came to you and, and, and all that, and it feels very, you know, I guess, spiritually significant, that it was serendipitous and all that, but it doesn't really feel to me like that's truly what you really want, but there's a sense of like oblig- spiritual obligation that if it came to you so serendipitously, you must it must be meant for a reason, and well, you should be happy about it because it came to you sort of magically, and you know, that doesn't feel like it's a, a permanent thing for you, and that's where that longing is coming from, and you're, you're identifying things as fearful, and it's not really fear, it's, it's more... Um, Resignation to stop creating and feeling like the sense of obligation to be, you know, grateful. But you are really a creator, and this is your time to not just wait for what you're supposed to do, but to start to create what you desire. The reason why you would stop the creation process is because there's a dark side to what it is you would want to create. So whatever it is, and this is something you can do on your own, figure out what is it that I really, really want to create? What is it that I really, really, really would like to create? And then say, okay, now what if, if I created that, what part of it would scare me? And that would be the reason why you're not there yet. Oh. So you'll listen to the podcast and hear me say all this again because it's a lot and it's yeah. heavy. Okay? Yeah. yeah. But I want you to really look at the dark side of your dreams and ask your guides, what's the dark? first of all, what are my dreams? I'm going to give myself permission to actually even think about it because I've been feeling so obligated to this benevolent soul who got me out of this rut and put me into this thing, and now I'm indebted. Well, I don't know that I feel indebted. I feel like I, I, I need to do this. This is kind of, like you said, it's short term. I do believe that this is kind of like my like a going through the mezzanine. Right. And it's it's helping me get through the normal life stuff yes. for financial reasons, but um, there's some other things that I have to learn that I think that's another reason why I'm there. But I um I I do agree that that I do have to clarify that for myself, and and I'm sure that is what the dark dream. That's a good way to put it. Dark side of the dream. 
Yep. And once you figure that out, it's going to flow faster than you can imagine. So I'm going to have to end on there because I literally have like 30 seconds before I get off the air. But okay. I just thank you for calling in. Try that. Give me a call again and let me know how you're doing. I will. I will. Thanks so very much. You have a okay. good birthday. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Well, I can't believe we actually got through. Um, I know that some of you had written questions, and I promise you what I will do is I will answer those questions on next week's show because I know I got a lot of them, so I want to honor that. Um, And we had a lot of call-ins tonight. uh, So don't worry. Um, And I think that's it for tonight. You know, if you're going through this process, whether you've been on the path for a while or you're, you know, you're just new to the process, go easy with yourself and just recognize that, you know, yes, sometimes you have to take sort of go into a little space of silence to sort of find the voice of you. And once you do that, then you really can soar. So we'll talk more about this coming in the coming weeks. Email me if you like the topic and you'd like to learn more about it. Um, I'd love to get your input on future shows and telesummits and all that kind of stuff. So please email me and let me know. It's mari at ahamomentsinc.com. And um, until next week, you know what I always like to say, which is you truly can have exactly what you want and you absolutely deserve it too. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.